0: welcome back to the cozy cozy podcast i am elated to be back i don't remember the last time i took more than a week off from this podcast it was not planned um it's actually perfectly assimilated into what is eclipse season as to why we were not um here on sundays and basically i recorded an amazing episode with the ceo of be her village Uh, They are a platform that allows people to make or helps people make better baby registries. That includes postpartum services, lactation consultants, birth workers, and really helps you vet the products you're actually going to need versus just buying a bunch of cute baby stuff and then like not being supported as the mother. And Caitlin, uh, her story is amazing. It's super empowering. I was so excited and so recorded it. Uh, downloaded it to my computer. And the next morning I spilled coffee directly on my keyboard out of a tiny hole in a Yeti mug. I'm like, you can't make this up. And so um, this was two weeks ago and I ended up at the Apple store and um, didn't want to make a decision yet because sometimes my laptops have come back to life after water damage. Um, And then I went to LA for our first trade show with cozy cozy and got in front of some really cool people, really exciting things. I actually was like kind of flagging down the shark tank reps and they were like, wait, cozy cozy. Like we flagged your application. And so that was exciting that they already knew who we were and who knows 2024 could be really a big year. Um, and anyway, um, I did not have the capacity nor my, my actual laptop to put an episode out. So It's actually felt really good to take some space and just be present to all that's getting created with and around and for Cozy Cozy. If you didn't know or you haven't tuned in a while or maybe you're a a friend of our guest today, Becky Marshall, cozy cozy is an innovative perinatal products company and we set out a year ago to create the world's first absorbent disposable bra for leaking and engorged women why because when your supply is regulating after you have a baby your breasts are usually so engorged that your bras are really really tight on you the current solution for leakage is to put pads into a bra but if your bra is too tight it's incredibly painful On top of that, most women don't sleep in bras the majority of their life. And then when they're in the most pain they've ever felt with cracked and bleeding nipples, they're supposed to put a pad that feels like sandpaper into a bra that's too tight and sleep. And then, oh, by the way, the pads don't always work well, so they leak breast milk into their bra. And then unless they wash their bra every day, you can create the rush for the baby. So this creates a clean, like hygienic, non-toxic, all-natural environment for you to have something to hold you like your own adult swaddle while you're sleeping. And honestly, I'm so excited about it. It is not yet live, but that is what inspired Cozy Cozy. We wanted to make moms comfortable so that they can get out of fight or flight and better access that bliss that truly exists in motherhood. But it is hard to access when you're not supported. And that's why we've had so many amazing guests this season that that truly educate on ways to be and have to be supported and to have support as a new mom and really as a mom at any stage. And so hopefully I will be able to recover the episode with Caitlin of Be Her Village. And today we have Becky Marshall on. So this episode came to be in a completely unintentional way and you know those are my favorite stories and I love always sharing how the episode even came into existence and essentially we have been hosting the Super Mama Support Circle since last June. It's co-hosted with Lauren Mages of Mind and Body Vitality and she is a um, pre- and postnatal certified um, educator and Pilates instructor she is a movement specialist she's a pelvic floor expert she's a health coach and she's actually a dear friend of mine and so we were doing we did a couple podcast episodes together last spring we did one on postpartum realness and then we also covered Lauren's uh really empowering birth story I will link them both in the show notes and she was like look like i really care about this space i want to bring some moms together you guys want to bring moms together for um community around cozy cozy and um so we did and we've been having these amazing workshops and we wanted to bring in an expert that could really educate the moms on how to be quote unquote i hate to say this but like healthy like how do we get moms to have the re- how do we give them the resources they need for emotional regulation, because we know that when mama's dysregulated, so is baby. And today you are going to hear the inside scoop from biofield tuner, energy healer, functional medicine doctor, Becky Marshall. She's located in North Carolina, which is also where Lauren Mages is located, which is how they met. And she's absolutely incredible. And what you'll learn is that some of the most basic things that we can do um, that bring us back to what it means to be human and how our ancestors lived, Um, there's so many things we can do that are simple that will bring us more connected back to ourselves so that we can stay more regulated, so that we can be in a better energetic state for our kids, and we cover everything today from again like natural free available grounding techniques and what that's actually doing at the scientific level to ways you can boost your own electrical system in the body everything is electric and how salt can be such an empowering piece to that puzzle and different affirmations i mean she really gave went through the whole amazing gamut here so very, very, very excited for you guys to tune in to Becky and all of her wisdom. And if you are pregnant or postpartum or just a mom with little kids and you're like, I don't have a mom group, I don't have a mom crew, I don't have a place to vent and I don't want to keep venting to my partner. This is a place to share your struggles with women who are fully there to hold space and support and we meet once a month it's totally free and on occasion we have experts like Becky so there is a form to type your info into in the show notes so that you can join and we would love to have you Um, one more quick note we always have a discount code in the show notes for our podcast listeners that is uh, 20% off for you to try our first available product on the market which is nip gloss it's an all-natural nipple and lip balm that we formulated because we knew that we could do better. Uh, Right now, most nipple and lip balms come in some type of a glass jar that involves dunking your finger into a jar, wiping it onto your nipple, getting gunk under your fingernails, trying to screw on and on, on and off the jar lid, wiping it onto your nipples while holding baby or having to put baby down, then having to wash your hands and potentially putting germs from your hands onto your nipple. So we have this beautiful ceramic applicator that is cooling it is easy to glide on amazing all-natural ingredients including rosemary leaf extract that in uh, works as an anti-inflammatory and the cap actually pops off with one hand so you can truly do this whole nipple healing practice with one hand because moms do Everything with one hand. So, check out our nip gloss. Link to purchase with discount code is in the show notes. Um, Also, link to sign up for the Super Mama Support Circle next month. We would love to have you. Um, And without further ado, we will get into the episode. I guess I should say, though, one more disclaimer is that this is. Technically, the first ever four way episode. I've done three way episodes many a times before, um, but you will be hearing Becky, who is our our guest. You will be hearing Lauren Mages, who you've heard from before if you've listened to the other two episodes with Lauren, as she's the co host of the Super Mama Support Circle group. And then we also have one of our Super Mamas in the group, and her name is Liz. So you will hear all of those different voices for a very dynamic conversation. I'm so excited for you guys to hear about all of these amazing healing techniques and thank you as always for listening if you love the episode please leave us a review it helps us so much or share it on instagram stories with your friends so that they can get this amazing information as well so all right finally now i can say it without further ado i welcome biofield tuner energy healer functional medicine doctor becky marshall and also pilates expert lauren mages We are live and Lauren, I'm going to pass it to you to tell everyone how you met Becky and how you knew she needed to come to the group.
1: Yeah. So I met Becky because Becky actually works within a chiropractic office. So shout out to Dr. Brooke Sellers here in Raleigh. She does amazing prenatal, postpartum and pediatric chiropractic care. Um, but she mentioned that she was bringing in an energy healer and I was like, oh my gosh, I've been looking for one to network with for my own people. Um, and then a few months went by and then I was like, oh wait, I forgot. Like I wanted to meet this person. And so I reached out to Becky this past summer and met up with her, had a session. She was nice enough to give me a wonderful complimentary session, which I was not expecting. And it was, I will just say from what little I understood about energy work at the time um Becky did not put her hands on me once and was able to tell me things about my body that I had not shared with her um and even an emotional thing that had happened literally the day before I met with her and she released this thing out of my sacral chakra and I had a huge crying release out of nowhere she held space for me. It was a beautiful session. And ever since then, I've been like, oh my gosh, I have to learn everything that Becky knows (laughs) because she is a wealth of knowledge. Um, So that is how we met. And, you know, with seeing her a couple of times, we've talked a little bit about, you know, her raising two daughters. I now have a daughter and just the emotional regulation work that comes in with being a mom and then how it affects your child when you are either regulated or dysregulated as a mother and I was like well what a perfect person to bring into this conversation where we talk with moms who are in the challenging position of mothering in this day and age and they're working in some capacity um maybe they're even the breadwinners and bringing her in here and giving us like super tangible techniques and skills that we can hone into so that us as moms and our children can be as, I almost said upregulated, that's not the right word, downregulated and like in our bodies, present in the moment and, you know, staying out of those, um, out of those times where we just feel like our neurocircuitry is totally disconnected and we are emotional and stressed and just all the things so so happy to have becky here so excited to have you thank you so much for taking time out of your evening and away from your family to be here with us becky i'm
2: really really honored to be here and i keep thinking about your group and go back to when i had little teeny ones at home they're not so teeny anymore and I would have loved a group like this. So it's sort of like a full circle kind of a thing. So, um, well, I guess quick, quick Cliff's notes of me, just of how I got here. If that works. So, yes, please. Um, so it feels like a lifetime ago, but I was actually so I was pre med in college, thought I wanted to be a doctor, and sort of took a year off, and that was going to pivot a little bit, and fell into medical device sales. So. I sold instruments and monitors into the or and icu so sort of lived in an or got to see all kinds of cool stuff um ended up working 80 90 hour weeks and left the job when my first daughter was born so she's turning 12 in january which everybody tells you that it's a blink and it literally is a blink (laughs) so um i left and then stayed home um had a second daughter who's three years younger And she, I was already sort of getting more into off the beaten conventional path wellness. And then my youngest had sort of some health things going on that I just didn't like the answers I was getting. So I went kind of my own research, my own education, and then ended up going back to functional medicine school to kind of learn that side of more, you know, root cause, you know, let's try to get down to what's actually happening in the body, not just sort of suppressing symptoms. So I did that for a little while, I'm kind of an ever learner so I was always adding to it, but it just bothered me that everybody I worked with was like doing all the things and not getting better and just not getting to where they wanted to be and I was like what is missing here, it should not be so hard to be a human being like it just shouldn't, you know, so um, a few years ago I then fell into energy and sound and I laugh with some of my clients, particularly the more like early men, you know, I'm like, you can laugh because 10 years ago, I would have laughed at myself, you know, so life humbles you as it full circles everything. So I fell into energy and sound and different ways to work with the electricity and all of the energetic pathways in the body and around the body. And I like chugged it like, you know, from a fire hose, I couldn't even believe how impactful it was and immediately like anyone that i would work with or practice on early on was like you know already immediately seeing benefit and help and i'm like wow no supplement did this you know no breath work did you know i believe in all those things but i never saw them do what this did so i just was hooked and then just kept learning so that's what took me took me here so i mainly use white um and mainly sound and i work on and around the body and can do all kinds of things so we can get more into that later but that's sort of my My full circle story so you'll see glimmers you'll probably tell in the document i sent you my like the little functional health side of me glimmers out
0: (laughs) but um i like
2: to morph all of it together now so yeah
0: so cool i um i wanted to kind of center us with what we were talking about offline and how i had noticed that my um, i'm self-aware enough to know that i have been going through it as far as stress goes and just my own energy, my own fatigue, um, my base level of stress being higher. And I had noticed this pattern that my son wasn't pooping when he was near me. And I was like, is this because of my stress? Like, can he feel my stress as I am uh, around him? And is that keeping him from going to the bathroom? And then you had brought up that, you know, different organs in the body do more than just Um, their anatomical thing. So could you share a little bit more about that as it pertains to our work field and as it pertains to our energy, especially around our kids? Yes. So um, we
2: all, in fact, I have a toy of my children's that shows what the field looks like around your body. So I literally grabbed it from them to show. So. Um, have you guys ever seen these yeah. kids like yeah yeah, so this is what the field looks like around your body, so your body is literally set up like a battery So like picture your heads up here your feet down here, so there literally is a boundary around the edge of your field. Um, we can actually find it, you know with different instruments and see where it is, but this doesn't stop. And then like your kids begins over here they are all connected so we are like energetically connected through dna and energetically connected through our fields and it's those things like you can't really see feel touch well i take that back feel yes you can so we and our children as we're going through different experiences and emotions we're going to pick up off of each other and it really depends on what's going on at that boundary of the field and how grounded we are so a lot of us have very much lost our grounding we're kind of all in our head i bet a lot of people can appreciate that um and then we're kind of only brought into our body if something hurts you know and then that's really your body trying to get you back in so when we sort of live in our head and our fields are kind of shrinking in a little bit they're just all morphed together so like what you might feel even if you're not speaking it your kids feel and so they pick up like this on, you know, subconscious stress and all kinds of things. And it can manifest in, like we were saying, like constipation because their intestines aren't just digesting food. They're digesting emotions and information and all kinds of things. And it can manifest in, they can get sick and, you know, their immune system kind of breaks down and that can just be because central nervous systems are kind of haywire in the household and they just kind of spill over. And it's actually the body then trying to get everybody to rest and stop. So, you know, the body throws flares up in the air and sometimes they're little whisper flares. And if you don't hear them, they will like scream at you to just say like, okay, that's it, time to stop. So our kids feel and pick up on on all of this. Um, So what's really interesting is that a lot of times you think of something wrong with a kid, like constipation or they keep getting sick or You know they keep getting strep throat or you know ear issues or different things and yes there's lifestyle components with that with diet and toxins and things but it can also just be their their tie to us and the funny thing is if you put less focus on them and work on mom or dad particularly central nervous system kid improves without even putting any effort into them it's amazing So, you know, they're picking right up and I have a note later in our notes to talk about, you know, different organs and different parts of the body sort of hold different things. They hold different types of emotions, you know? So when you sort of learn that and then learn how that's kind of mapped through the body, sometimes all it takes is just acknowledging it. So like when your son was constipated, sometimes just acknowledging, okay, am I digesting a lot right now? You know, is he then picking up on that? It's amazing how sometimes just the acknowledgement, it starts to release.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because I literally had the conscious thought today and I was like, I didn't want to like make it a thing. So I hadn't told my husband yet. And then I came home and we'd been out and about, and then my son naps, woke him up. I'm like, Hey, I think this is happening. And then he went to the bathroom. Wow. Uh, like, it was like almost like 10 minutes after I named it, we were mm-hmm. all in an office together. And, and just it's just so interesting. And I think, um, One of the things that I think could be an important uh, also kind of jumping off question while on this subject of just sharing energy with people is the fact that we have a lot of, not a lot of, but I know we will have more and we have had pregnant women in our group. And when you're pregnant and what you're processing in pregnancy through birth, and then I think about just the postpartum anxiety I had about being a mom and is he breathing and is he sleeping right? It's like, what impact was that having, and what soul contract do I have with my firstborn? Because there's a whole lot of like first learnings in that uh, sense um, with just the newborn phase and pregnancy and those energetic ties.
2: And it's interesting that information sits in terms of like the biofield. So you'll hear people say like you know aura around the body, and then call it the more sciency term would be the biofield. And there's sort of an anatomy and a map to it. And, you know, when I work with people, I start to teach them, like, "We, this is where we find this, and this is where we find this. But that outer boundary that I was showing, that actually holds all the information from, like, gestation, birth, you know, newborn, and then for people that kind of go there with, you know, if it's past life stuff or whatever, it kind of sits on the edge, but that boundary is a bit dense for everyone because if you're born on planet earth you got a lot going on there you know right around that gestation birth because our our modern life isn't set up like it used to be for women to be pregnant and to prepare to be pregnant and then to do what they need to do while pregnant and then to birth the correct way and then babies it's all sort of set up against us so there's a lot that sits in the field so that's a really fun area to work with people so yeah Clear all that out. And then sometimes when you work on that with mom, it starts to clear it for baby. It's really cool. Wow. Amazing. Isn't your
1: mind blown already?
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, Hanging on to every word yourself. Yeah, I'm just like I can't. wait to have a Session with you. That's also where my head's at. Um. So talk to us about like, and we'll share this with the people in the group and anyone um else listening. If you find this, um, we have a um a document that be- Becky prepared, and you kind of put down some strategies. So I don't know if it would be helpful because you took the time to put those together. I'm sure there was like a rhyme and a reason there. Um, kind of what what if you want to take us through that and let lauren and i just kind of pick questions um and then liz if you have any throw them in the chat um to to kind of go through your strategies yeah
2: and please do just interrupt me wherever or stop me if something feels you know really applicable but um as lauren knows it was hard for me to pick and choose there's like so much stuff that it's like all the things i wish i knew when mine were little um, and I was kind of in the thick of it, and I know now so it's a full circle background so stop me if something you know you're okay. like wait okay. So, but I, I think one of the places I wanted to start with everybody is that healing and wellness doesn't have to be super expensive and complicated there's a lot of resources and ways that you can sort of level yourself and sort of. Um, treat to the electricity within your body and your kids in your field that don't cost a lot they're just sort of resources you can make work for you so um people have probably heard of grounding you know there's like the earthing movie and grounding my kids i've taught them they call it vitamin g for grounding i'm like shoes off backyard you know but the idea of being barefoot on the earth whether it's on grass or concrete asphalt doesn't count unfortunately but concrete or grass is amazing it just pulls energy downward in the body and helps everything ground down and it gives you all these free electrons. We're all up here and we all have too many positive ions and we live in a world of like positive ion soup with EMFs and all kinds of stuff. So simply standing on the earth is remarkable for your central nervous system. So don't belittle it, vitamin G. <laughs> okay. um, That and and coupled with that sort of circadian timing, this is a huge thing I wish I knew, especially when I was like nursing at 3am, you know, the only thing that would keep me awake was like scrolling on my phone, right, you know, and you're like, I'm going to drop this baby if I don't keep my mind busy in some way, you know, but a lot of people could probably relate to that. So just using circadian rhythms the best you can to your ability. So if you happen to be up with baby and it's around sunrise, look at it without sunglasses, the infrared light and the different rays that come from that are so healing to the system. And then about an hour after that is a period of light called UVA light, unbelievably healing. Um, There's actually an app called, I think I put it on here, yes, circadian app that tells you when these things are happening, but it's free and UVA light is so healing, especially to the gut. And I know it's really common and there's a number of reasons why to have sort of some gut issues after you have a baby, particularly if you have a C-section. So in that boat <laughs> or was. So um, using that UVA light time period, it just, it's like chugging a bunch of vitamins to your body and it's free. So if you happen to be up at that time of the day, even if it's five minutes, no sunglasses, light outside, and then bring your baby to will help them probably sleep better that night, so. And to clarify it- for people, That just means being
1: outside without anything obstructing your visions, like no sunglasses. That doesn't mean you can't be in shade or under, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just have to see without sunglasses on. Okay.
2: And let's say that you're, you've got a, toddler in preschool and a baby. And you're like, I don't have time to get outside in the morning. I'm like an octopus getting everyone ready and nursing and prepping snacks. It's fine. When you get in the car that morning, just crack your window or crack your sunroof a little bit. You don't actually have to be looking at it. It's just wavelengths that you can't see. You're still going to heal, even if it's just a cracked window in the car. So it's kind of a hack if like your mornings just won't allow for you to get that light. So um, that, and then the orange glasses you know my husband was he called like the bono glasses so if you're up during the night or you are you know you've got young kids and you know you are like the only way to stay awake in the middle of the night feeding a baby is on your screen just get some cheap orange glasses on Amazon. There's fancy ones you could get later if you end up you know, locking in the habit, but it goes such a long way. If your sleep is so disturbed with a kid waking up or a baby waking up, just throw those on. It will. It's shocking how much that will help your nervous system. So waking up in the middle of the night is not great for our nervous systems. Shocker, right?
0: <laughs> um, so I kept thinking about that. I'm like, wow, like I am, so struggling with becoming a new mom and it just felt like the one thing that that does bring me back to center sleep was taken from me for two years and it was just the hardest thing i've ever done Um, yes
2: yeah like even if if you're not getting more hours like you can make the hours you're getting count a little more you know so Mm -hmm um and then just nature and like for those that have access to a beach it's like i and everybody loves the beach right it's this ionized air but there's really reasons for it you know going on on a walk in the woods or you know just getting back out in nature i think that's missing a lot from moms with little ones because you're just so in the thick of like you're in your house a lot and you know you're on a schedule and naps and this and you kind of just forget to sort of get outside sometimes so you know that alone really, really, really help. So I just wanted to start with like the, just those free resources. Oh, and I am a big believer in just breaks on, we get so inundated with information, good information, but information on social media and podcasts and emails and all the things. And it's wonderful but it can be a little much on our nervous system sometimes. So giving yourself little breaks, maybe it's one day a week, that you don't check everything, or maybe it's one weekend a month that you just disconnect from things, but those little breaks help kind of reset your nervous system a little bit. So that helps too. Well, um, that's super helpful. So, um, and then I guess moving into, this is like the quick old functional in me, but sort of the nourishment side, um, you know, seeing, Food that you're eating as sort of your greatest medicine or your greatest poison. And this doesn't mean you have to be perfect at all, but just the intentional effort, especially when your bucket is spilling over with stress and kids and schedules and you're like pulled in every direction to just try to see what you're eating is, I think as moms, we often, young, with moms of young kids particularly, see our food as just this necessary fuel to keep us moving, but we don't really see it as nourishment. So trying to flip the script in your head that you're nourishing, like your physical body, your energetic body, your nervous system, you know, that you really your organs that are trying to do too much these days, all of that. Really trying to see your food that way. And a quick little fun. Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just gonna say something
1: I love to think about, like when when we're having the food discussion and we're going into foods that are actually growing from the ground or they're coming from animals, plants, whatever they are the same energy and cells that we are in a lot of ways. So that's part of why they're so rich in vitamins and minerals, which is why it's so good for your body. And when you get more of the processed foods, I'm not trying to nitpick on processed foods because I eat stuff out of a box, like it happens, but it is, it is less, it is denser food. There is still energy in it, but it's not the same quality energy that a plant or an animal is. So not to get way too into the more complex energetic talks, but like, that's why it's so good for us to eat plants and animals because they are on the exact same energetic wavelength as we are. Like we are the same thing as plants and animals right. and from an energy
2: cellular standpoint. That's exactly right. And then another cool fact with that is local things, local, you know, animals raised locally to you and local in-season produce actually helps reset your circadian rhythm too so it gets its own circadian rhythm from the sun so if you're eating from like what's local to where you live and is in season it does wonders for your sort of circadian rhythms and your stress levels
1: and that's hormonally related
2: right yeah all of it is yeah yeah Yeah. so and i you know one thing with eating too is and i was terrible at this when my kids were young but is the and probably still now at times. But just taking like 30 seconds before you eat to just take some deep breaths and kind of signal your body that it's time to eat and digest. And I mean, I think all too frequently our meals are what our kids left over standing at the island like it, you know. So if you can just put a little bit of intention to, you know, taking a couple deep breaths so your body gets the signal of like, oh, hey, there's no bear in the room right now. I can kind of rest and digest my food that will really, really go a long way. And then just putting gratitude to your food. I was telling Lauren this, but a quick fun story is an instructor in one of the programs I'm in um, likes to kind of biohack herself all the time. She's a longtime scientist, kind of a well-known person. But she said she went to, I think it was like a Chinese restaurant or something, ate food she knew probably wasn't great for her, um, just kind of did it uh, and felt terrible afterwards. And then thought, nope, I'm going to hack that. Went back again, had the exact same meal, but took a minute before she ate. To thank everyone involved in the process of that food, like have gratitude, you know, to the people that grew it, the people that trucked it to the restaurant, you know, the people who prepared it, the server, everybody ate the food, zero reaction at all. So sometimes it's like that gratitude and intention, it just sort of gets your body on like the same energetic wavelength. And it seems like, oh no, that wouldn't do anything. And will it be perfect every time? Maybe not, but it can sometimes really go a long way. So just kind of taking a moment to just have gratitude and intention that you're eating, which is just sounds so simple, but not easy, right? When you're like manning all the things. So
3: is that going to work if I eat a whole um, pizza to myself? (laughs) (laughs) Try it. I'm going to try that next time. (laughs) Try it. I like yes. yes I love this pizza thank you for everyone that grew it and made yes. it all the things yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. What's, what the, you know what, this, what the pizza thing just brought up for me Liz is um I have had celiac and issues with digesting gluten and then also long ago had an eating disorder and when I learned that like it's I mean it's sort of like mind over matter but it's like when I eat pizza with joy and abundance, and just so grateful, like to your point, and I'm so happy to eat the pizza, like there was this time where I was like, it's just because it's pizza that I really want to enjoy it and I value this experience, mm-hmm. like, whatever. I'm, I'm really conscious around it. I found out later it had gluten in it and I didn't wow. know. And like, no issue. Like, I really.
3: Wow
0: that because I can other times eat pizza, like there's guilt. I shouldn't have eat that. And there might've been gluten or Mm cross-contamination and then loaded, And it's like, there's so much mental chatter that can disrupt what we're doing, um, with, with lots of things, whether it's food or activity, um, work. Absolutely.
3: I mean, I, I liken that especially to breastfeeding and this is something that I struggled with and didn't realize until, you know, probably closer to my second, um, when I breastfed my second, was how much your mental state can affect whether you have a letdown or not. Mm. Um, And how anxiety can prevent it from actually coming. And I wish there were more research resources and information for women who are either haven't started breastfeeding yet, but they need to kind of prepare for it, some sort of meditative process, or like a, you know, Pavlov's response that helped me a lot to sort of get in the mindset before you even start to hold your baby. And, you know, I I just I feel like that would be um, such a helpful thing, you know, for, for speaking of your mental capacity and getting in the right state of mind for activities.
1: I think some of the things Becky's going to go over here up is extremely applicable to a woman who's pregnant or is even thinking about getting pregnant to just start ahead of time, not just from, I mean, she's not even gone down most of her list yet, but food, you know, food is one thing food and accessing the, the free resources. But as Becky's going to go into soon with some of the actual physical touch techniques, she's going to teach. That's going to be
3: big too. Awesome.
2: I think, you know, the the body listens to us subconsciously, you know, and my favorite quote is we have ridiculously stupid software running incredibly sophisticated hardware. Like we just get in our own way. And, you know, so if you are anticipating something and expecting that it maybe isn't going to go well, it probably won't. You know, and so, you know, the body kind of follows the intention that you put. So and I'm right there with you with with the breastfeeding thing and let down. I had so much focus of like, am I going to have enough? Am I going to have that? Like, I always had this focus to it. So sure enough, I always felt like I was in this position of, you know, like that. Am I going to have a letdown? Am I going to have enough? All of this breastfeeding too. interesting fact. It's really tied to the lymphatic system. And Mm. a lot of us walk around right now with pretty stagnant lymph. And this is one of those things that has been an aha for me, and I'm like, I wish I knew this before, you know, so, you know, when there's tension in the body, you know, whether that's emotional, physical, you know, spiritual, it can be any type of tension in the body, we don't have flow, and we don't have flow, we don't have electricity, and then we don't have oxygen, and then we don't have movement, and then we, so it really all all the different things that come from that you know lymph isn't moving or um, my GI tract isn't functioning properly it's all, all of that ends up just being. A symptom of not having flow in the body and there being tension and our GI tracks are like you can think of them like wood burning stoves so if our voltage and our electricity which i'll get more into. Is low, then we're going to struggle digesting things, you know, foods and emotions and all kinds of things. But, and that is particularly important too after a C section because, you know, scars on the abdomen kind of circuit break the voltage that's then in the abdomen. We can fix it, don't worry. But, um, but just that acknowledgement of is my wood burning stove like a little kindle? So then when I put the pizza in, it's not going to cook you know, or then when I eat the big steak, it's going to not break it down. Well, and I'm going to get bloated, even though the meat was good for me, you know, things like that. So, you know, something as simple as not chasing what's happening in the GI tract in terms of like, oh, do I have a parasite or yeast or, oh, I have this or this hormones off, you know, rather than chasing all that, just raising up this electricity and voltage in our body. And then we've got this big fire in our gut and our body can just handle a lot more. So I think it's comforting because it, it gets exhausting chasing all the little things, but we, when we chase what's causing those way easier <laughs> real quick side note, Becky,
1: um, do you find too, that there's a little bit of circuitry breakage, if you will, if you've had a tear from a vaginal delivery,
2: I think any of that, um, yes, any, kind of any scarring through the torso really scars anywhere on the body are kind of circuit breakers but particularly because we have and actually I'll show you my little diagram so picture the middle right there you have this central channel flow of energy that goes both ways up from the top or down from the top and up through the bottom so if anywhere through this middle there's a scar that's kind of circuit breaking energy moving then it's going to cause issues and you're going to kind of lose you know lose voltage in those areas I'll use myself as an example too I I'm a very healthy eater over the past, you know, 10, 15 years, I've really dialed in lifestyle and all of that. And after my second child, um, I would get really bloated after eating a lot of protein. And so you'll hear from functional medicine doctors, oh, you're low in HCL. You know, you need to take HCL supplementation, you need to take digestive enzymes, things like this. So I lived by these, you know, my household, some others might be, were big, you know, regenerative red meat eaters, you know, but, um, so I used to like, really panic if we traveled and I didn't have my HCL pills or whatever soon as I got into this stuff and like raised up voltage and put sound you know like to my abdomen I didn't even really think about it and then all of a sudden months went by and I looked at my husband and said I haven't taken that like I haven't taken anything I haven't had an ounce of bloat I haven't had an issue digesting anything and I really didn't even have that much effort to it it's just the wood burning fire got bigger so it was remarkable even like as a little self-experiment so it do- really doesn't have to be so hard so it's
1: so fucking cool
2: sorry <laughs> say it
1: for everybody but it's just I'm just like oh my god okay oh my I save a lot of money not buying so many
2: HCL pills now so <laughs> yes, no kidding um okay so back to your list Becky so we were yeah. on back to my list okay so yeah. this we'll go quick through because people can just look up but minerals yeah. I am yeah. a massive. So when we're, we're talking about our electrical systems within our body, and just to kind of say, and I'll touch on it again, I think we all everybody kind of acknowledges like our brain is electric, our heart has, you know, I think people know like heart math and your heart has an electromagnetic field, but really your entire body is electric, your fascia is electric. It's actually the internet system of your body. Um, your blood is electric, your bones are electric, all of it. So really to get in our mitochondria are like, that's a whole other conversation for another day. They're the coolest. But to keep electricity moving in the body, you need minerals. And most of us walk around incredibly deficient in minerals. So at least for myself and family and folks I've worked with, I've really kind of backed away from like these big, huge supplement routines all the time. Because sometimes the more you test and the more you give yourself, your body sort of sees itself as energetically broken. And I think that's why some people that do all the things are just sort of spinning because yes, they're doing all the right things, but the body's lost its autonomy completely and it just energetically feels broken. So it's gonna stay in that cycle. So, um, but minerals are just so basic and nourishing to the body and talk about a way to help your kids from getting sick, minerals. Um, So I put down on the list, like my favorites, I kind of mix them all in every week. I'm a complete mineral and water nerd. And at a later date, if anybody wants to nerd out on water and structured water and all that, it's another conversation. I went to a retreat and where we talked about that. It's wildly interesting. I go deep on on water. So, yeah, self proclaimed water nerd over here. But it's powerful stuff. (laughs) But minerals are really big. Um, And then I did want to just mention because at the bottom of my list, there's a company I put on there called Earthly and um, E A R T H L E Y. They were newer to me. I just really like this company. They have amazing products for, like, you know, prenatal and kids and moms and you know, Mm -hmm. liver, like just all of it. Even their multivitamin is called Nourish Me Naturally. And it's like three herbs that are mineral rich. Like, and you just, it's a dropper. Like you can give it to your kids, yourself, anybody. So it's just a really cool company. So I use them for some minerals, but they have amazing general everything. And they're just really affordable for their quality. So I wanted to give a shout out. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, And then similar to that, salt. So we need salt to move electricity. And most people do not get enough salt, like at all. And we sort of live in a world that vilifies salt and it's actually like the complete opposite. The problems they sort of tell you you'll get from not having or having too much salt, it's actually like the complete flip of that. So everybody needs salt. And Lauren Pine knows, assume if somebody leaves me, I'm like salt in your water, salt bath tonight, like just salt. So you can very safely process. I think it's like up to four tablespoons of salt. I mean, a lot of salt, you're not gonna have too much, but the type of salt you eat is really important. So I put my favorites on there and there's probably some other good ones too, but these are my go-to, but really, really give yourself a good amount of salt. And if you're feeling really stressed, if you're GI, oh, and um, GI constipation, people think magnesium, right? Is what will get it moving. Salt sometimes helps even more. So if you are a little bit backed up or your kids sneak as much salt in as you can, a lot of times that alone will get things moving. So a little pinch of salt in your water, heavily salt your food. Ever since we met that first time, Becky, I
1: have put Redmond salt and lemon in my water and in Lila's water. I'm telling you, like within the first week of doing that, I saw a difference in my skin, like big time. And then I've been bad about doing it this past month. And it's also not a shocker to me that I have been a lot more stressed this past month. And it, so I'm just like,
2: okay, back on my salt game. Like I have been slacking. <laughs> well, and since I first saw you, I now give folks who come in, you know, that are local and new, I send them out the door with like a bag of dead sea salt for their, that I mandate their bath at night and a little teeny Redmond shaker to put in their purse, like, or their bag or whatever. Oh my like, God. Make sure you get salt, you know, so, that's so yeah. awesome. I'm, just, I'm
0: so glad to hear it. Cause I've been a heavy salter my whole life and my whole family like, why do you do that? You're going to get sick. You eat too much salt. And like, I wouldn't feel the same without it. Like there was something intuitively I'd come home from teaching two berries classes and walking a mile. Like I've just always, I was heavy into fitness and um i would uh just like feel like i didn't eat right or enough if i didn't have salt so learning all of this has been so helpful for me and what's interesting is i had my hair and mineral test done at uh 2 years postpartum and all of my minerals were 100% excellent except boron which was wow. really random but I, um, and we do Element now, and we do a bunch of um, like Redmans and things too, but it makes such a difference. And now my husband, after seeing me do it and then like learning on this retreat we went to, he also is on board, but it's just funny because he used to give me so much crap. And I'm like, no, and like, I know th- that I need this. I don't know how else to tell you, but I need this. And yes. um, yeah, it's, it's and uh, the other thing, and this is kind of on your list, but um, with electricity and how it's going, at this retreat I went to, shout out to Sam Whiting, he was like doing this like loop and he was talking about the circle of life. And he's like, you know, everything is a circuit in the body. And he's like, the electrolytes, it's like, we need to, he kept saying, we need to get electro lit. Like he kept like saying that, like it stuck in my head. He's like, we need to get lit, like electro lit. Like this is what life is. This is the circle of life. That's the light that light. it was just like this whole metaphorical talk. And I just remember his finger, like doing the circle. And it was just, incredible. So oh, I I'm, love
2: that I might have to borrow that electrolyte. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember the type of salt matters. So yeah. like iodized table salt, you know, yeah. no. So you know, you can go heavy on salt if you're using the right type of salt. Yeah. So I think it is good to add a good sea salt. They're not all created equal with Redmond, which is more of a mineral salt that comes from the US. So it's good to kind of balance those together. They just give different mineral profiles within the salt.
0: Yeah. There is a. We did like a, they were having like a tour of salt and he had salt from like Mexico and he had salt from California and Africa. And he was like, it was like, we we're doing a salt. He's like the salt of the earth. It's where we come from. It's like, it's life. And it was just like big metaphorical thing. It was so cool. And so I also though, didn't, I didn't know as much as I know now when I was breastfeeding. And I think to the women that are breastfeeding, like the hydration standpoint too besides the point of being in flow i think would be really really huge to
2: remember and when the electricity isn't moving across your cells and you're low in minerals and you're low in salt and then water what happens is i bet a lot of people could relate that you can drink like crazy and especially you're so thirsty when you're breastfeeding right and you can drink like crazy and sometimes you feel like you just can't quench your thirst like no matter how much you drink And that's a really good sign that that voltage isn't moving correct in your body, so the water doesn't get inside the cell, it sort of sits outside the cell. So yes, you're drinking a ton of water, but you're just peeing it out, it's not actually hydrating the inside of your cells. And minerals do that, salt does that, and structured water does that as well. Um, but we, you know, have to these days, we sort of end up drinking pretty dead water. You know, so water, like if we were in ancient times, you know, coming from a natural spring is naturally structured water. Our body knows how to accept it. It's actually h 2 versus H20. But when we purify it, which we have to these days, <laughs> it turns into really dead water and the body doesn't totally know what to do with it. All the water in our body is actually structured and the fun way to think about that is I think people pretty commonly accept we're 70% water, but if you cut yourself water doesn't pour out right. So water in our body is actually more of a gel it's more of a structured you know water matrix that's within our body, so if it doesn't have electricity. It just won't get in where it needs to get in so so if you get that like I can't quench my thirst feeling that's a really good clue that you're just not able to move charge across the membranes of your cells so yeah Yeah. so
0: So, okay um go through just for time's sake I I'm already and Lauren you actually said this you're like we might have to do a part two like she messaged me like an hour before I'm like well I would be like I would be glad so why don't we go through five and six and then schedule a time to come back to the other second half if that makes sense Sure. for you if, that, yeah. if you're open to it just yeah because so I much. may
2: I may if we have time touch on seven only because I think it ties things. yeah close, but for I'll sure. breeze through yeah yeah okay so four. so we're on the daily energy practices right yes so I had to pick and choose these but I didn't want to overwhelm people but there's little simple things like you can be your own little energy practitioner to yourself and your kids and they seem like really simple exercises but they go a long way so you can spoon the bottom. And I literally mean spoon, like get the backside of a kitchen spoon and rub the underside on the bottom of your feet and do this on your kids. And what it does is it pulls energy downwards and it kind of flips the polarity of the cells to help the body ground. And for the most part, when kids dysregulate, that never happens, right? (laughs) They, They have lost their grounding. So um, just spooning their feet and they kind of like it, they'll kind of think it feels good. You can have them do it even if they're little. Um, They will probably tend to kind of fly off the handle a little bit less. And I've watched that with clients, kids, and even like my siblings, like nieces and nephews and things like that. It's pretty remarkable. So um, you can even keep it on a nightstand, keep one by your kid's bed or by their crib, you know, and literally rub the spoon on the bottom of the feet. So, um, it goes a long way to helping the body ground. So, and when I first heard it, I'm like, okay, you know, but it really does, it really does work. So, um, the other thing is people have probably heard of like tapping, like all of like the tapping stuff. Okay. So there's a lot in there, but you're basically just on, you know, meridian endpoints and things that connect to areas of the body. So there's three really simple ones. I put them down here as like the three thumps. So you've got an area up right under your collarbones. So I, I put it down there as like under collarbone. So it's right here. So this area, if you're feeling like drowsy and you're lacking energy, and like let's say you read something and you immediately forgot what you read, like that kind of you know, feeling, just tapping right here underneath your collarbones, it hits kind of on a kidney meridian that just sort of helps give you a little energy back. So so it's nice to combine them. So if you go here. And then um, right onto the thymus, which is just your sternum, and just sit there and kind of tap. And you can do this to your kids, too. So, and just sort of tap here. That's really stress-relieving. For my folks who come in, you know, pretty, like, strung out, I immediately get vibration on their sternum just to, like, get their system down. So, so tapping here here. And then the other one is spleen. It helps your energy. It kind of helps chemistries within your body. Um, people with chronic fatigue or autoimmune things are getting sick a lot, things like that. So, and I'll have to point myself down here, but kind of like right under your bra line, don't worry too much about being exact, but you're just going to so those three areas, again, you're like, this feels too simple. What's it going to do? If you're in that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. What did I just do? I walked into this room and I don't even remember what I just came in here for. Like just that mentality, hit those three spots, take a couple breaths. It will just sort of reset you a little bit. So, and then it, kids like it too. It feels good to kids. So you can do it to them as well. Yeah, I've done
1: that on Lila a few times. And um, I mean, a couple of times she's thrown my hand away and I'm like, <laughs> okay, child, but there have been also a few times where she's just kind of let me do it. And then she's been like, "Ooh," And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> you taught me that our first session together. And,
2: wow. and then the other part to that. So um, energy is supposed to cross all up and down the body. And when it starts to run kind of homolateral, sort of up and down, we really start to feel icky. You know, for for lack of a better scientific term, so you can intentionally have energy cross by just making X's. So you can like hold at your shoulders and pull down and hold. Sorry, my awkward position here. Hold at your waist and pull down your legs. And then you can do that on the back as well on your kids. So kind of like like if I had a kid in front of me, I'd put my hands like this and pull down the front of them and put my hands at their waist. and pull down and it just is literally telling energy hey man like you got a cross you know so you're feeding everything so you can do that front front and back um it, it feels good when somebody does it to you so and then similar to that if you do it's sort of caused a called a cross crawl it actually helps the hemispheres of the brain connect back and it helps give you a little bit more energy so if you're almost like you're running in place i'm gonna very awkwardly do this in my chair but like pretend i'm standing up and i bring this knee up to this hand And then I bring this knee up to this hand, like I'm marching and moving my hands like this. And it seems like such a simple thing, but it just helps everything kind of cross back. It kind of hooks up the hemispheres back in the brain. So even if kids are, you can tell like they are not regulated and stuff is not crossing. You can even to a baby, you can manually take and do this. Wow, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so um, yeah, it just kind of balances everything back out um the other one is and i put it down here as a spinal flush and i'm realizing i meant to get like some sort of doll or something of my kids to show you guys but um but basically if you just have somebody lay on their stomach this is a great thing like if you've got like partner at home and you do it to each other um it's so good for your immune system and it just sort of moves lymph and energy and it's really 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 supportive but you're basically going to just sort of take your fingers at the top of the spine and sort of rub in little circles down next to each vertebrae and just go slow. And if it feels tender in a spot, you know, so tell your kids, that just means that little neurovascular point is clogged. So you can kind of stay on it for a minute and just kind of help move that energy out. And it's a light touch. We're kind of working more on limbs. You're not like grinding in there. So you're just gonna kind of move down the spine. If it feels a little tender to anybody, just kind of stay on it, keep moving down and then get all the way down to the sacrum and then per so pretend I'm at sacrum now, and then you're just gonna sweep down the legs, kind of like picture, you're taking all the energy next to the spine, and then you're sweeping it off the legs and out. Oh. And it actually feels really good. It's so supportive to the immune system. So, and it just kind oh. of helps. Yeah, it feels good too. And then while they're laying on their stomach, you could make some X's. So.
0: Well, I'm gonna have my husband and I do a trade tonight. I'm like, I'm gonna show you this. Now you do it on my back. That sounds amazing. That's there a great
1: go. idea. My husband was like, can you cut me once you're done? I'm like, sure I can
2: cup you. But then I'm going to be like, but you have to make X's on my back now. <laughs> if, if they're anything like my husband, they'll like sweeping down, he like kind of mocks and does real exaggerated. I'm like, okay. You know, so <laughs> oh, I think my husband will just probably grab my ass and I'll be like, well, okay, now we're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then I did put down there, there is a tapping app um, for kids yeah. and in their age and um it has like little like sleep and relaxation and it talks to them and tells them how to do it even for little tiny kids so i haven't looked at it in a while but it kind of popped into my head today that it could maybe help certain people so i just put it down there people could check it out
0: so Thank you. Thank you. yeah
2: so then really quick um the cindy dale spirit to spirit so and this is you know a lot of this I don't do this isn't stuff I do like you know each time in sessions with clients but it's just stuff that's really helped my own family so I thought I would put it you know put it on here but I'm not like a pro on all of this stuff it's just little hacks that I've liked for my own crew but um but Cindy Dale is a pretty famous you know energy worker
0: she's actually from like near my hometown is which she? Is oh, I didn't right. even realize that till I started fi- following her on Instagram. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I think Alexander told me too. But anyway, I'm a huge fan.
2: So many books. You're like, how does she have this time? Like it's like in one book, she has like this thick, like she has so many books. I don't know how somebody writes that much, but, mm-hmm. but she has a really simple exercise called Spirit to Spirit. So I just think that we sometimes need a place to put all this heavy mom worry and stuff and feel like something else has got it, right? So somebody a long time ago taught me this and I find myself using it sort of a lot. So it's just a few simple steps and it's remarkable at then how much it will work so I don't I feel like. um, it's common that moms get extra anxiety with their kids at night right are they going to wake up are they going to get sick tonight, you know something like nighttime tends to be more anxious with moms. And so it's sort of a good time to do it, but um, but you basically the steps are you affirm your own spirit kind of tune into your own heart just acknowledge like I I affirm my spirit, you know, my heart, my true higher self, then you're going to affirm if you're including others like your kids or someone else you're about to go interact with that you're worried about just anyone else if there is another person. then also in that as you're affirming your like invisible spiritual team so whatever your beliefs are if you go there with guides and angels and all of that affirm that they're all around you and there to help you um and that can people can individualize that based on what they they believe in. And then this third step is to affirm like the spirit, god, universe, love, however that resonates for you. You're going to affirm like the big spirit. Um then you're just going to ask for what you need and even if it's just protection or to calm something, you know, or whatever it is, and then you just end with three thank yous. Thank you, thank you, thank you in your head. That's it. And it's remarkably powerful. So Um, It's just like a little way to take what we think we have to only do by ourselves and give it somewhere else. So it's a simple little exercise that goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And then on there, I did put two um, grounding out worries, anxiety, fears, heavy stuff. So a long time ago, somebody taught me stand on the earth barefoot and take all that heavy shit that's in your body that is too much for you to handle and send it through your feet into the ground. Mother Earth knows how to repurpose it for good. And somebody told me that before I even kind of got into a lot of this stuff and it struck me so much. It just felt really powerful. You know, like I didn't have to hold it on my my own even if I couldn't tell it to somebody else. And another thing I was taught recently by somebody is there's such a tradition of like bowing to the earth. And a lot of people see that as what's the term for that, the religious term for like, I forget, you know what I mean, for like bowing. Yeah. But that it really goes back even beyond that and the idea of taking all of the big worries into your head and then just touching your forehead to the earth it just gives them out and mm-hmm. i recently had a client whose 10 year old son has a huge fear of storms like thunderstorms and storms he's a very easy going kid but if there's a storm predicted he can barely handle it even going to school and things like that they tried it on the morning they knew there were going to be storms while he was at school and she said they both laughed through it you know he's like a macho hockey playing boy and they both kind of laughed their way through it. And she said it was like the difference maker for him, you know, just yeah. giving that it was too much for him to carry like through his head to the earth, even though they were both kind of mocking it as they did it. So um, it's pretty powerful. Cause sometimes we just have to like get the stuff out. Yeah. It's too much for us to hold. So, yeah. so, so,
0: so powerful. And you said you wanted to touch on seven before we close out, is yeah. that?
2: I think it touches back on what we said before you know so just really understanding that you have a magnetic field around your body and so do your children and so does everyone else that you interact with and you know we want to try to strengthen up these boundaries everything mixes together and if somebody considers themselves to be an empath or you're realizing maybe one of your kids is a wide open kid that's absorbing everything you know it becomes even more more important for us to have really strong boundaries and sort of pay attention to the fact that we do have these fields that all mix together. And you know ways that you can tune into it are just thinking of your body like a battery and like picturing like you know how we all panic if like our iPhones down, you know, in the red but we have to leave the house, you know, think of your body that way like is my battery meter down low like okay, this could maybe be a problem and I'm not talking about lack of sleep, you can be really exhausted sleep wise and still have a battery meter that is up a little bit. So really kind of tuning into the fact that your body is electric. And I think what's really important is that we live in a world of high vibes, feel all the high you know, high vibes and be grateful and have joy. And yeah, that's great in theory, but all the vibes are important. And did I, oh, my amateur drawing. Okay, I made from a different class. Can you guys see this? So like, yeah. don't think of raising your vibration. Like that's wrong. And it's kind of what's wrong with today you want to think about expanding out like expanding out your voltage expanding out your consciousness and you got to feel all the vibes just because they're a low vibe doesn't mean they're bad every emotion has a place you know and so when you feel only the high vibes and don't feel all of it then I get you on my table and you've got so much anger stuck in your liver and your liver is not processing toxins because it's clogged up and your kidneys are full of fear. Kidneys hold fear. And then people start to have kidney and adrenal issues and, you know, will get a kidney stone, or their spleen, you know, is holding things and they're getting sick all the time. And so if you don't let emotions process through your body, they will get stuck. Nervousness and holding sympathy for people sits in the stomach. And you know, so just acknowledging that it's okay to feel all of the feels know i get folks on my table who are older and do all the things are so healthy and tapped in and do all of it but they come from a generation where it's like not okay to get mad and their Mm -hmm. livers are a mess and i have to like spend all my time on their liver despite them living this perfectly healthy lifestyle so just paying attention that it's not just the food and the toxins and the things that we're putting in our body that it's not processing out these you know emotions the whole better out than in so Mm -hmm. i just so so important for people to acknowledge when we live in a world that's like just be happy and high vibes and gratitude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my
1: god. I love that perspective because you'd never hear people say that. Yeah. I mean, you you maybe do, but not in the same way that you just put it. And I just feel like, yeah, it yeah. needs to
3: be about more. We just I, get get the- I agree.
1: Problems. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We. My, get- my mom. I'm trying to convince her that your stress can be embodied. And she doesn't, you know, I think she understands it, but she's just going through so much with my grandma and, um, you know, and her business, it's just it's hard for, for me to try to relay that information when I know it's so true. And, but she's being so affected by, you know, not really knowing how to relieve that energy and so I'm definitely gonna pass on some of this to her and hope that she takes it into account. Hopefully it helps, so. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah.
2: It's, pretty, it's pretty powerful. It's pretty powerful stuff. And then I think the, the second point to that is just our, what we assume or have perceptions of, especially with our kids, like we were talking about earlier, this is kind of the same thing. So, you know, for instance, if one of your kids, you know, you feel like they're more fragile or, you know, and, and I, I am living proof of this, you know, I got into this entire realm when my youngest just, you know, she was like a canary in a coal mine, just had a lot going on. And I kind of always was worried about her and always trying to fix and always trying to work on, you know, what was going on and get to the root of it. And it was when I backed off and just looked at her and saw her as strong and resilient, and then all of a sudden she became more strong and resilient. So it's these perceptions and assumptions that we put on our kids sometimes that it's pretty powerful that they will then kind of start to, you know, start to embody that. So, and letting kids know too, it is okay to feel all the feels, you know, you need to be mad as long as you're doing it in a safe way, be mad, get it out. You want to scream and cry, cry, you know, Vermont's shower crying is very powerful, right? (laughs) (laughs) Get it out and let the water wash it away. Yes, Yeah. 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 Yeah, and just the acknowledgement that this dysregulation that we will feel you know when our central nervous systems are haywire and kids are you know having tantrums and we're not sleeping and we're not focusing that it's it's a loss of grounding and Mm. there's a lot there's a lot that you can do for that so. yeah.
1: This is all so powerful. Yeah, and this is why we need to have her back again, because we yeah, definitely need to have a part definitely. two. She's even rushing through these points, and I know that she could say about it. Well,
0: what we can do is just send this this part out to the crew. Here's what you missed. Here is, you know, who we would be so grateful to have back. Let us know, like, you know, next, like, we'll talk to you offline, Becky, too, just yeah. if you're available and what times work and, um, we can make sure everyone knows that, um, you can be a resource to them because I also think like, you know, and I'm sure you get this a lot, um, especially because it's, uh, not the mainstream, like people don't know what they're getting into. And then they don't nice. know even what is on the other side of it. And I'm, I'm a, maybe a little more obscure, like you probably why we're all here together tonight because <sighs> I'm like, they are great. Sign me up. You know, my active. Yeah, exactly doing Reiki and craniosacral and all the things on me. And I just, and <laughs> I love it all. Um, and it's just not again, un- well understood. And I think a lot of the things you brought us through to your point, like they are natural, they are really available. A lot of them are free and it's just this kind of return to, our, um, ability to just be human. Like you also said mm-hmm. in the beginning, like, why is it so hard to human? It's like, because these are things that we, I wasn't taught this in kindergarten. I, my parents didn't teach me these things. So there's so right. much wisdom here and um, we would be lucky to have you back again. So thank you.
2: Well, and I'll yeah, just thank
3: you.
2: try to have moments where you, as a mom, It's easy to say, oh, I'll do all the things right for my nervous system, but there's not time in the day there just isn't right. Mm -hmm. And especially when your kids are young, your time isn't your own and turn five minutes into five hours with intention. So if you have five minutes to sit in the sunshine and just breathe and be and listen to birds outside, you know, or put your feet in the grass, use your intention that that five minutes counted as five hours. And it Mm -hmm. works, you know, and then later in life, you're going to have lots of time to make it five hours, but when you're in the thick of it, just use your intention in little small doses, but tell yourself it counted as more intention is everything with healing. So, yeah. Thank you so much.
1: Lauren, anything you want to. So much Becky. This has been awesome. Really, really cool. (laughs) Just all things. (laughs) Can you quickly just tell people too, Becky, um, how they can get in touch with you, whether they're in Raleigh or not, since you do do virtual appointments, can you just let everybody know real quick
0: not in their email too, but so that they can, yeah, it.
2: yeah, my, you'll have my contact information. So my email and cell is on there. Most people just text me, but if, if you'd like, I am so always happy to chat with people because I know what it's like to be like, I don't really get what this is. Like I kind of need to talk to them before I like sign up for this. I am so happy to always chat with people on the phone so they can kind of have a better understanding. But um, I work in person in Raleigh with people and then I work and do remote sessions. And I can do those either with you on a video with me or a phone or not, which is the really cool part. If your life doesn't allow for you to have an hour to an hour and a half, of like sitting still and being with me during the work, I can do the work, report back to you afterwards and use intention that it basically integrates when it's appropriate for you. And it works every time. I had several of those last week. So um, it is, you know, we can do kind of big work on all this stuff like ancestral and stuff in your field and your nervous system and organs and all this stuff. And we can also do acute stuff if you're just beyond rundown or you've come off traveling or you're trying to fight off a virus. You know, or you're feeling like everything's triggering you even though on paper it shouldn't you know any of those things are signs that your you know energy body is just scrambled up so i'll sometimes do little quick tune-ups for people um just to kind of get them back on track you know if it's not sort of that bigger that bitter bigger work so last week i think i had like six or seven like flares like i need emergent help you know from folks so something was in the air last week but um yeah, like we talked about lauren so so i do different types of sessions and yeah it works remote which still blows my mind but it works every time so it's really cool and i explain it and walk it through with people more of how i do it it's actually a little more sciencey than i love all the woo-woo but it's a little bit more sciencey and anatomical than you know some of the woo-woo and i tone the woo way down when it's like a dude <laughs> <laughs> I um, knew the, my audience kind of, you know, change the approach a little bit. So yeah, yeah. Really on the table, I'm like, I kind of tone it down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're still getting all the benefits. That's
3: amazing.
2: Oh, I had a client, um, she sent her husband in. He was like not the kind of guy to do this. And we worked on him, and she was messaging me on the side, like, fix his attitude, you know. And um, I got in and felt so bad for him. I could like feel and sense why he was like snapping at everybody and going crazy. And he literally like left, and you know, was like, "Hey, babe, you know, we gonna do this?" And she's like, "Mouthing what the fuck to me?" You know, across the room. And then later, she said, "Label that session the husband attitude adjustment session." <laughs> so, oh my well, god! Away with that, but you know, so Crazy. Uh, Sometimes we just get locked up, you know, and so yeah. You
0: know. Wow, I love what you're doing That's so nice. much, and thank you again for your time and just showing up here um to a group of people that you didn't know and um serving so thank you
2: we all need to help each other so my number's on there and even if it has to do with something on here you know people can reach out any any time it's just when people say it takes a village it does more than ever right now you know especially to kind of stay ahead wellness and nervous system and all that so i'm here to help i've been in the position where i didn't feel like i had tons of help So, um, you know, it's a full circle for me, so people can reach out to me anytime. I'm so happy to just help, even if it's just quick questions and advice about all of this stuff.
3: Awesome. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thank you. This was incredible. I'm I'm, all I want to do is learn more. (laughs) I told you Liz.